Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Zahira Bam Ismail reporting from Abu Dhabi for Accidental Muslims. And we're standing with Dr. Craig Considine. Dr. Craig, we all know you very well from your highly impressive uh, social media profile. You post really phenomenal things, uh, posts that are very inspiring for both Muslims and non-Muslims. But we want to know who is the person behind these posts? I think a few terms come to mind. One, I'm a, I'm a lover. I, I love my family. I love my partner, Miriam. I love my friends. I'm also very loyal. If you're my friend once, I'll always be there for you. I'm always there for my family. And I'm also there, always willing to help people. You know, ever since I can remember, I was someone that just tried to help people in, in whatever capacity. Like my mother actually gives me a story when I was, I don't remember this, but I was like two or three years old. And we were walking in the city of Boston in the North End, and there was a, a homeless man on the ground. And I went up to my mother crying, saying, can't we do anything about it? So that's just who I am. So loving, loyal, caring, and willing to help. And that obviously inspires who you are and what you share with the rest of the world. Yes, very much so. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't consider what I do a job. You know, I'm, I'm able to just... I'm privileged in a way where I can just be who I am. And like my, my personal life and my professional life, they're kind of in sync, if you know what I mean. Yes. Like there's not this like parallel person, you know? Like I am I am what you see on social media, you know? So if you think I'm going out of my way to stand up for people, that's, that's what I do behind the scenes as well. We see the work that you do. And it's inspiring for us as Muslims, especially as a Muslim woman in hijab, to see somebody standing up, always speaking about the rights of Muslims. How did you actually happen to come into this line of work? Was this something that you've always wanted to do? Was it something accidental? It was accidental. So when 9-11 happened, I was 15 years old. And I grew up in a town right outside of Boston, which is 30,000 people, 98% white, 98% Christian. I had never met a Muslim until I went to college. So I, I had ideas about Islam and Muslims. I wanted to be in the CIA. I was trying to figure out why something like 9-11 happened. When I went to college, I was very fortunate to have a professor, and the first thing he said to us was a, a hadith of Prophet Muhammad. The ink of the scholar is more sacred than the blood of the martyr. And that one hadith right there just shattered my brain, and I realized that I had been kind of brainwashed into thinking certain things about Muslims. So, Yes, it was, it was accidental, for sure, because I was literally studying Arabic, trying to get into the CIA, and then I guess I kept my heart and mind open enough to allow a true scholar to, to get in, and then, you know, the rest, is, the rest is history. And, you know, I've been telling people, too, like, Islam, for me, is a way to experience humanity. It's a way to, it's a way to the truth. You know, it could have been something different. It could have been basketball. It could have been a different faith. It could have been a political issue. But I didn't choose it, really. It chose me. Do you consider yourself an Islamic activist? I'm an activist, yeah. I guess you could say an Islamic activist. Um, but again, like, it's not solely and exclusively Islamic. You know, like, I'm... Not only do I do anti-Islamophobia activism, but I'm also active in different spheres uh, of society. So anti-racism, standing up for uh, oppressed people. So yes, you can call it Islamic activism. Um, working for the betterment of, of humanity alongside 
my brothers and sisters in, uh, in, in Islam. What do you consider as your definition of success? That's a really good question. Uh, I think success is when that inner voice inside of you is happy. And I think that's what truly matters. It's when you're content with your with your soul and your soul enlivens you and you respect yourself as well. You know, I think it's it's very inner and it's very personal. You know, it's success to me is not a degree, it's not a car, it's not speaking on stage like this. You know, that comes after you're successful inside. Right? That's what really matters. So being true to yourself and being happy with yourself, that's success. Alhamdulillah. We've heard you giving a dynamic speech on today's panel. I have to ask you, what is it going forward for you, whether it's in the next six months or in the next few years? Where do you see yourself? It's God's plan. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm going to be in Houston. Um, <laughs> I know I'll be there. And, um, you know, I'm always asked to give talks here and there. Uh, so I don't know. But I'll, I'll tell you this, as long as I'm here, as long as I'm alive and I'm breathing, I will continue doing the work that I'm doing, regardless if it's in Houston, if it's in if it's in Abu Dhabi, if it's in Mars, wherever it is, I'm going to be continuing to do what I do. You have a huge following in South Africa. You have so much of respect from the people that are following you on your social media profiles. So the next question is clearly, when are you coming to South Africa? When you invite me. <laughs> Accidental <laughs> Muslims will make sure of it. Never been. I've actually never stepped foot on the African continent. Uh, so, you know, this was the first for me being in Abu Dhabi, being in the Middle East. Um, it's been a great experience. And again, I'm a traveler. I'm a natural traveler. I love to roam around, meet new people, experience new things, whatever it might be. Um, so, if there's an invitation, I'll Inshallah. Accept. Inshallah. Dr. Craig, before we close off, what is your message for the viewers? You're always putting out messages of hope, messages of sincerity, and very authentic messages. And the one panelist described you as being someone who is a non-Muslim, but who understands authentic love of our Prophet What is your authentic message for the viewers that are watching? My message is similar to what you had said at the beginning there. Hope. Don't lose hope, no matter how bad things might get, no matter level of Islamophobia, don't lose hope because there's people around the world who are willing and able to work with you uh, and to stand by you. So know that there are allies. Know that we will stand with you. Know that we don't seek rewards for what we do either. We're doing it for for you, for humanity. And we also expect the same back, right? That's, that's friendship. That's true bonding. And that's where real progress happens so don't lose hope know that you have allies and be a good friend that's what it's absolutely shukran thank you so much dr craig considine from abu dhabi at the peace conference 2018